All right, day 209, Joey abandons our fellow Americans. Nobody seems to care but us, uh, all of you in this audience. We care, and but he's turned the page. The media mob is willing, accomplices have turned the page. It is sad. It is corrupt. It is unconscionable, and nobody cares. I wonder how many people might be left in Ukraine when all is said and done. It's amazing how many American soldiers watching this conflict and I know maybe you can get a little callous when you talk about human tragedy. There apparently have now have been 40 schools that have been bombed. We have the maternity hospital. We had all the images to prove it. And uh, I'm surprised only three people died in that attack. 17 others were injured. Then, of course, we showed the images last night of a mass grave that had about 70 people in it. We showed it. It's, um, you know, these are human beings. When you see... Innocent women, men, women, and children laying in the street, murdered for what? They had suitcases with them. They were leaving the country, leaving the war zone. Why would you kill them? Why would you wipe out entire neighborhoods? Why are you firing at, you know, so close to nuclear reactors in that catastrophe? Uh, We'll get to the war side of this in just a minute. Let me take you back to... October 22nd, 2020, this is the second presidential debate. Now, I don't think any presidential debates should take place after one vote has been cast. I thought the first debate, I thought, you know, Donald Trump was a little too aggressive. And in the second debate, I thought he just crushed Joe Biden, just destroyed him. But by that point, 100 million Americans had already voted. Listen to this particular exchange. Would he close it's down false. the oil industry? Would you close it's down the oil industry? By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's transition. a big statement. It is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. Here's the deal. But that's a big statement. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Over time, and I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically, what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy. The oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that Texas? Will you okay. remember that Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Uh, what an exchange, right? You know, the, there's now a full-on push by every radical Democrat led by Jen Psaki, the chief lying propagandist for the Biden administration, and Joey himself saying that, oh, this, this, I, there's nothing I can do about high gas prices. This is all because of Putin. That's a lie. Because gas prices had been going up dramatically, we're close to what, a buck fifty more a gallon than what he inherited. He inherited energy independence. He put all of these other policies in place. The Keystone XL pipeline, according to the Alberta Premier, would have been completed by now. If if in fact they had kept it open. I know he gave his waiver to Vladimir Putin. Does that make any sense? That's madness. Something Trump told me last night he'd never do. We'll play part of my Trump interview coming up as well. And, you know, first they say, oh, inflation is transitory. Now transition is because uh, inflation is because of of uh, Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine. No, because that doesn't happen until February 24th. 
And yet we had 40-year high after 40-year high after 40-year high of inflation for four straight months. You can't blame that on Vladimir Putin, nor can you blame the high price of energy on Vladimir Putin either. And, and the idea that we're going to now, rather than once again return, admit you're wrong, return to the policies of energy independence, lift these environmental emissions restrictions, allow the auctioning on federal lands to continue, opening up ANWR, doing the, continuing the Keystone Pipeline. If we can get that done, we're told, in eight months and 900,000 barrels of oil from Canada will be flowing right into the United States. Now, if the choice is importing oil from little Justin in Canada versus, let's see, the mullahs in Iran, the murdering thug dictator Maduro in Venezuela, uh, or, or getting on your hands and knees and begging the Saudis and, and OPEC nations to produce more oil, and they keep saying no because they hate the fact that Joe is in negotiations with Iran being brokered by Russia, I've never seen anything this bad. In my entire life, every single thing this guy has done has turned into a disaster. And then when he sends his vice president over, you know, we get giggling. It is embarrassing. And one of the reasons why a lot of this is happening is because these these megalomaniac, maniacal, uh, power-hungry uh, dictators with territorial ambitions see the weakness see the frailness, see the cognitive decline, see a vice president that is absolutely clueless with the giggles, and it's an opportunity for them to do whatever the hell they want. And wait till I tell you the things that we now know. You know, we now know Joe made the decision to stop the MiGs, the 28, 29 MiGs that Poland was going to give Ukraine. He made that decision. It's worse than what we thought. You know, we have consumer, we have inflation at a 40-year high. We have consumer confidence now, as of today, Reuters reporting, an 11-year low. How, how does anybody have any confidence in this economy? You can't because they're not doing a single thing in terms of getting us out of these inflationary conditions. Now, when Joe Biden artificially lowered the world supply and abandoned the energy independence policies of Donald Trump, that caused a lot of this. I never thought we'd have an American president where you have Russia invading a sovereign country. They're killing innocent men, women and children, even in the streets. Uh, they're, 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 they're pulverizing entire neighborhoods. They've even hit a, mat a maternity hospital, 40 schools. And I was seeing pictures, images of mass graves with little kids in them, little children, precious children. And, 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 and a lot of this is rooted in all of his economic and energy policies. You know, remember back in November, we had Jennifer Granholm, your energy secretary. She was giggling. Another giggler. Giggling. Listen. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. Okay. 
Well, we artificially reduced the world supply, and this is the predictable result. We now have, what, for the fifth day in a row, record high gas prices. We've never ever as a country, as, as citizens of a country, paid this much per gallon of gasoline. Every single thing you buy at every store you go to costs more because it costs more to get it there. Every Look at your home heating bills. Wait till you see your cooling bills, your air conditioning bills this summer. Saudi Arabia, again, by the way, rejected Biden's pleas to produce more oil. Why? Because of this idiotic Iranian deal. Now, apparently there's a bump in the road. Now, we're, we're going into a deal that is being brokered by Russia and China on behalf of Iran because the Iranians won't talk to us. And that those are the conditions we're going to we're going to talk to them. Now, this was interesting. This this is in the province. This is one of the Canadian uh, news agencies reporting that as Joe is begging, you know, the mullahs in Iran and the thug dictator murderer in Venezuela and begging OPEC, uh, Canada, which already supplies 51 percent of our imported foreign oil. Uh, and th- there are sources in Canada in their energy sector saying that immediately they can send the Americans, us, we, the American people, an extra 400,000 barrels of oil per day by rail or through existing pipelines. And Canada could be sending America more, but the problem is transportation. There aren't enough conduits. In other words, we ought to get right back to building out that pipeline. Inflation now, if you look at the Wharton Penn estimates the average household is is paying an additional thirty five hundred to five thousand dollars per household just because of joe biden's uh inflation and add to that now new cost estimates that we might be at per person anyone driving a car you might be paying an additional two thousand dollars in fuel costs in a year um how does the poor and middle class ever ever pay for that you know, 64 percent of American households are living paycheck to paycheck already because of this. And I love Rick Santelli. He had a good rant. He said, uh, you know, first we were politicizing inflation. First, it's transitory. Not only is it not transitory, it's worse than that. Now we're blaming Putin. All of this inflation happened before Putin and his invasion of Ukraine. All of this, these rising gas prices happened well before Putin. Goldman Sachs is now saying the likelihood of a recession is growing every single day. And they downgraded the forecast for economic growth in 2022. They now see little to no growth during the first three months of the year. Over at Moody's Analytics, the chief economist, Mark Zandi, is warning there is a growing threat that rising inflation will overwhelm the nation's strong economic recovery, resulting in a recession. This is a self-induced recession this is a biden recession this is biden inflation this is biden causing high gas prices by artificially reducing the world supply of energy and steadfastly refusing to go back to the policies that he inherited that had us said a little over two dollars a gallon of gasoline remember those days the good old days you know now the if, with the 40-year high in inflation yeah and and the worst is yet to come even Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says, oh, it's likely going to be another year of very uncomfortable inflation. Economic woes, inflation heating up, it's caused 64%. That's two-thirds of Americans now. 
living paycheck to paycheck. I've been there. It sucks to live paycheck to paycheck. I mean, that was years of my life and my young adult life. It sucks when you have to live paycheck to paycheck. You know, and now that you're going to the store, you know, okay, I can't buy steak. I don't even know if I can afford chopped meat at this point. I don't even know if I can afford chicken. You see the price of chicken wings? It's through the roof. I know because I eat chicken wings. I make my own chicken wings. It's just so all of his, every single problem we're facing, inflation, Afghanistan, the border, energy, you name it, all preventable and all solvable. But he's got to go back to the policies that were working under Donald Trump. Maybe those tweets that angered so many people, um, maybe you see it in a different light now. And I don't believe Putin would have invaded Ukraine if Donald Trump were president. And I'll tell you why. Because Donald Trump, in some way, because I know what he did with the Taliban, he said, you don't follow every dotted I, cross T, every common period, I'm going to blow you off the face of the earth. I guarantee you something similar was said to Putin. Now, Putin, I'm sure, looked at him like, ah, he's bluffing. But there was 5% of them that thought, holy Adam Schiff, maybe he means it. And that threat was very real. You think Joe could ever project any type of toughness at all? No, impossible. I want to remind you, my friends, at Henry Repeating Arms, henryusa.com, they offer a line of tribute edition rifles to honor those that serve this great nation of ours, including our active military, our vets, law enforcement, sheriffs, firefighters, EMS, farmers, truckers, oil men. And these tribute rifles, they are embellished with the highest end engraving and artwork. I've never seen anything like it in a firearm. I got one with the cover of my book, Live Free or Die, in an American flag. And I'll tell you, I put it in a case It's so beautiful. Anyway, it's a collector's edition if you want one. Uh, Every Henry is made in the USA. It's a family-owned business of patriots. They have a motto, made in America or not made at all, backed by a lifetime warranty. I just can't say enough good about this company. I love their products. 200 rifles and shotguns to choose from. Check it out. Their website, henryusa.com. They'll send you a free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you live. It's that simple. Henryusa.com. Free catalog, decals, list of dealers, and you're going to love this company. Henryusa.com.